0: take me away i don't mind but you gotta promise me we'll go back in time hello and welcome to number three of three of our outdoor (laughs) podcast recording of matt and todd go to the movies the podcast where this time matt and todd went to benji's drive-in theater we saw two movies uh and we're going to talk about the second movie we're going to rate it we're going to have fun, and hopefully you do too, and then you like us afterwards. My name is Todd Domer.
1: And I'm Matt Malloy. And yes, welcome to another edition of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. Um, today, we're going to uh, talk about the movie called um, Back to the Future. Yep. Ba, ba,
0: ba. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. yes
1: the classic soundtrack the classic theme from back to the future and I noticed that you did pick a, a song from the movie itself this it time. just seemed
0: like the only option yeah of it's just such a classic song it's so good
1: I has it is played
0: many times during the movie and every time it's played I'm like I'm into it yes <laughs>
1: let's finish the song nice um So yes, we'll talk about that in a minute, but first, a word from our sponsor. Excuse me. That sponsor is the Santa Fe Writers Project, or SFWP for short. Today, I want to tell you about one of the books published by SFWP called We All Scream. This book is actually written by the founder and director of SFWP, Andrew Gifford. It's a memoir that details the rise and fall of the Giffords Ice Cream Company and the family behind it. Some of you from the D.C. area may remember Giffords. I have read it, and it really will keep you turning page after page to find out what happens. I highly recommend that you check it out. And SFWP is offering 25% off to all of our listeners when you order direct through their website, sfwp.com. Just use the coupon code MOVIES when you check out. This applies to We All Scream or any of their other great titles. Thank you, Santa Fe Writers Project, for helping make the magic happen here at Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. Everyone go support a small business and buy some books. Do you think Andrew likes to go by Andy? He does not. Mm, Okay. Don't call him Andy then. Yeah. Listeners. I've known Andrew for a long time. Uh, Met him on on the pre-internet bulletin board system. Nice. Where you would use your modem and dial up you may. Some listeners may remember the America Online days. Mm-hmm. This predated those. Yeah. So. Anyway, we are going to talk about Back to the Future today. Um, the first of a trilogy of movies that, I, if I'm recalling correctly, were all made at the same time. I think pretty
0: similar. I'm not sure if three was made at the same time, but one and two definitely... A lot of stuff was filmed together. Gotcha. I could be wrong though, but I feel like three was just not done at the same time. But they had a strong idea of what they wanted to do. Right. But I could. I, I'm very easily wrong here.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm no expert about about this film or the trilogy, but I will say that um, if you haven't seen it, it's another classic. Definitely. We saw at Benji's Drive-In. Benji's! Um, first movie that we reviewed was E.T. from that night. And then the second feature of the night, by the way, you can get into Benji's Drive-In for 10 bucks per person. Yes. It's really a good deal. I'll just put in a little plug for Benji's because.
0: Maybe they're listening, you never it's, know.
1: It's a good place to go to watch a movie. Yeah. 15, um,
0: 15 bucks for like a car pass where you can bring all the snacks you want and stuff like that. Yeah. Matt and I brought Chipotle. Yeah. I don't know if anyone from Chipotle is listening, but right. we would love a new sponsor from Chipotle. Or I would just take some free food every once in a while. I'm right. not
1: greedy. Right. Yeah, good points all. Um, so go check it out. Sometimes they even have, I think, uh, twice a year, Memorial Day weekend and Labor Day weekend, they do dusk till dawn shows where they show five movies. Never, it's still
0: $10. Never have I made it successfully through. I've only attempted once,
1: actually. So. Yeah. But yeah, never made it through. So, back to the future. If you haven't seen it, it is about uh, a kid named Marty McFly. Right? Yes. Correct. Yes, thank you. Off to a great start. <laughs> yes, got the, got the main character's name right. Uh, played by... Uh, Michael J. Fox. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to try and get any more of the uh, characters in there. I actors. got you covered. Yes. Michael J. Fox plays the main character, Marty McFly. Um, so, uh, this he has a friendship with with uh, sort of a mad scientist character played by
0: Christopher Lloyd. Yes.
1: And um, as it turns out. Uh, Doc Brown, who's Christopher Lloyd's character, um, invents a time machine. And through a series of wacky events... uh, You know, terrorism. Terrorists. (laughs) Libyan terrorists on the scene um, caused Marty McFly to be transported back in time in a DeLorean uh, car time machine uh, back to 1955. And so... Most of the movie takes place in that setting. So you get a little bit of uh, 1985 boy in a 1955 world. And um, he interacts with his parents. Uh,
0: Played by Leah Thompson and Crispin Glover.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. Um and so the movie's kind of about, well, how's he going to get back to 1985? There's like a power source problem. He doesn't have any plutonium, which is what the car runs on, and or the time machine runs on. And also there's this problem where he may have affected time and caused his parents not to fall in love. So sure. That has to Caused be. his
0: mom to fall in love with
1: him. Right, right. Which is weird to think about. <laughs> but that's what they did with this movie, and... So we'll go with it. Uh, it was
0: cheeky and fun in 1985, <laughs>
1: right? So, so yeah, that's that's the movie in a nutshell. If you haven't seen it? Um, what did you think of this viewing, top? Well, this is definitely a
0: classic, like we've already said. I think it's a very good classic. Um, there's like a if I was a college professor and I taught film or whatever. This film I would use to teach and try to under like to try to teach and get people to understand foreshadowing because there is so much in the first 10 minutes of this movie that is just foreshadowing the rest of the movie and even foreshadowing the next movie and maybe even the third movie if they're all connected. I mean, I would have to like do another viewing and like really pay attention, but I mean, there's just stuff set up in the first 10 minutes that Plays out through the whole movie. Plays out through the next movie, too. And it's just incredible to watch. Like, um, So, yeah. I think it's incredibly well acted. Michael J. Fox is great. Christopher Lloyd is um, super good, I think, um, as Doc Brown. Even the parents, Leah Thompson and, and uh, Crispin Glover... Um, are good. Crispin Glover is a little... His character just weird. Like, but he also seems like a weird dude to me anyway. So it probably just fits. Um, interesting point about the Back to the Future series, which we're all about our interesting facts here, yes. is that Crispin Glover is not in the second one. But uh, they hired a person who looked like him. Interesting. Because there were some like, contract disputes. So they, they made this film the second one, around the fact that this guy looks like Crispin Glover and he's playing the same character, stuff like that. Crispin Glover then sued the movie studio for character infringement, or, like, I, I don't know what, he actually, what the actual legal term is, but they basically used his likeness without his permission. Interesting. And won. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I don't know how much he got paid out, but that's why you don't see him. That's why you see a guy in two, but you never see his face or anything like that. Is because they want you to believe it's Crispin Glover, but it's not. Anyway, back to the first one, which is why you guys are here. Yes. Um, there are some things, and I don't, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna try to put this delicately. There are things in this movie that have not aged well, like mm. possible date rape. Uh, mm-hmm. Is a little uncomfortable. <laughs> like uh, should have been uncomfortable back then, but hey, we've progressed and we've grown up and we've we've grown as a society is definitely a little hard to sit through now um and uh so that's kind of hard they I think wisely they tiptoed and this is a point for the movie is that for a, a 1985 kid to go back to 1955 they kind of just stepped over racism <laughs> which yeah. I think was probably a smart move uh there's only like one line where someone's like says something like a, a black mayor, that'll be the day or whatever and then it turns out that the guy is the mayor in the future. So it's like kind of like a haha moment. So right. I think it did a good job of kind of like stepping over that gray area, but then it kind of fell into this possible date rape area. That right. A little hard, a, a, little, a, little, a little uncomfortable, but it doesn't, it's not a, like a, a complete subtraction from the movie. It just.
1: I mean, they definitely show a sexual assault. Yes, yes. So,
0: um,
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say about
0: that, but they do. So, um, the only other character we haven't talked about yet is the character Biff, who's the bully. Um, who I think he—I was—I told someone this a long time ago that I think Biff, through the three Back to the Future movies, I'm not sure if the character is more flushed out in cinema than Biff because <laughs> you see him young, old, rich. Wild West like you see this character Biff in almost all sorts of life Right. and it's just incredible to me so um, I thought he I don't know the actor's name unfortunately he does a really good job of just being a typical big um, big bully and then in the old background you got Billy Zane as one of his henchmen that uh, mm. you know who kind of gets somewhat famous he's only famous for me because of Zoolander and maybe the Phantom. <laughs> so anyway, this movie is I think incredibly well acted. I think I, I I would imagine I don't know this for certain, but I would imagine this is one of those movies that's fun to do because you've got different characters that get set in different times and you get to play in different ways. And there's just a lot going on in this movie that might be fun as an actor. Maybe it's taxing, but I would imagine it'd be fun. Uh story is still strong. I think acting is still strong. Um, the sexual assault is a little uncomfortable, but, you know, it could have been a lot worse, I guess. I don't know if that's all right to say, but anyway. So, I still love this movie. I think I'll always love this movie. Um, everyone does a really good job of it. There's certain things that, almost like E.T., you could pick apart, but it's just such a nice, uh, good ride. Um not many truly bad moments in this movie Um, so I still love it I'll always probably love it I don't know if that will ever change so I'll just end it there if you haven't seen this and you you should see it if you've seen it it's been a while definitely watch it again if you saw it yesterday why not watch it tonight you probably got the night open yeah Matt what did you think
1: and I'll mention that all three movies are currently on Netflix Very true. So you could watch the whole trilogy and see how they all mix together. What are you listening to us for? (laughs) (laughs) Get off of this podcast and go watch some movies. No, don't do that. Listen to us, then watch the movies. So, Back to the Future, great. Loved it. I mean, the intricacies and the... You mentioned the foreshadowing, and if you were a film film, uh, professor... We actually have a film professor who listens to our podcast Ooh. or has in the past at least. Uh-oh. So shout out to Lonnie Martin if you're listening.
0: Man, I hope, our I film hope he professor. agrees with me or, or I'll be crushed. I don't yeah. know.
1: Well, if you have feedback, Lonnie, you can feed it back through me or, or on our Facebook page yeah. and tell Todd that he's, he's Just a don't bad be, film professor. Don't critic. be too brutal. I
0: don't know <laughs> if I can take it.
1: Um... But but yeah, this is a great ride. Again, it was a great pick by Benji's Drive-In to to put this out with E.T. Paired, both great movies, and um, yeah, I really enjoyed just the the thoroughness and the attention to detail um, you get with the time traveling <laughs> time traveling movie where you get to see things one way and then you get to see them. How they were in 1955 and then you get to see potential changes that happen as the characters come back to the to the present so um yeah really enjoyable the acting's great the story is 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 very well done and when you consider this is just like the sort of the opening saga from from this trilogy of movies um they had to they had to dot their i's and cross their t's to to get this this setup movie out there uh, and it's great yeah. so that's all I'm going to say about it is go see it if you haven't
0: well there's only I mean I guess you could have a couple of different options but to me there's only one thing for this radio system is how many DeLoreans do you give this seconded only by the flux capacitor how many flux capacitors you give this mm. I'm going to go with the DeLorean because
1: darn it DeLoreans still look cool even nowadays to me agree <laughs> i respect that choice so zero to five delorean time machines um i'm gonna go with uh a high rating i'm gonna go with Mm. 4.5 there was other than the uncomfortable sexual assault which does get interrupted and you know stopped it still happened but um i think in general Leah Thompson's character got over it fairly quickly. Yes. I don't know. If I don't an know if there was much person, trauma. Right. Right. Um, so doesn't mean
0: it's right, even though there's no trauma. <laughs> correct.
1: correct. We're against sexual assault here on Matt and Todd. Really I know good. that's
0: a bold stance, but yeah. we're ready to make it.
1: Um, so yeah, four point five DeLoreans out of five for me. And go see it. Go watch them all.
0: Uh. Ooh, this is a hard one yeah i'm just thinking about my gut my gut was at first 4.5 as well i'm going to i think what i'm learning about myself as we review some of these older movies is that if it's an older classic and i still love it 4.5 is my benchmark like 4.5 for et i believe i was 4.5 for raiders of the lost ark mm. it's just if it's a classic and i love it and it's you know I don't watch it and go, "What the heck was I thinking?" It's been so long. Right. Probably gonna land on a four point five. But everything about this movie, besides a little uncomfortableness, comfortableness, is fantastic. And I'm sad that I don't. Well, maybe, maybe the other movies will pop up on our Netflix list. If, you know. But who knows? Maybe in a couple weeks we'll be going back to the theater. I don't know. Let's hope so. So, yeah, that's where I'm landing. Okay.
1: Well, that's going to wrap up this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, where we reviewed Back to the Future. We had the same rating, so our average rating is also 4.5 DeLoreans out of 5. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you will listen again to another episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies.
0: Da-da-da-da! Da-da! Da-da-da! Da-da-da!